<laughs> hey, welcome in, everybody. Kabla. Thank you, Morat. <laughs> the Hagus. That's funny. He writes, kind of weird to hear the music when it's not one and a half times the speed or one and a quarter. Yeah, see, some podcast platforms let you listen to it faster so you can get through it faster. I talk fast anyway, so I don't know how that really works out for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Welcome in, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome into Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Oh, and what a day we have planned for you. What a big show. Let's quickly do it. Let's do it. Server sound off. Let's do a server roll call. Yeah, Cassin 15, Trucking Chicks. Holy cow, it's going quick. 26. Vita's here from 131. Gunny, 32. Death Dealer, 15. Zula on 25. Audio, server 30. Padawan, 10. Pez Loco, server 22. Welcome in. Karan, seven, uh, server 27. Ambassador. Kukar, I guess, 17. <laughs> Inch high, private eye. Server 197, welcome in. Thorn on 15, Wubs 29, at war with you on server 31, Misty on 16, no one, no one shall is with us, ladies and gentlemen, from server 18, Wicked Witch on 15, Fee Five Fo Fum on server 27, Herky the Hawk on 29, DJ Gurr, server 8, Hub on 31. Guys, I think it's safe to assume we've got representation from a majority of servers here. I like it. Uh, it might be it might be aggressive to say a majority, but I'll, I'll take it anyway. That's right. Pew pew. Pew pew. Is that our pew pew? Server 15. Zero cool. 139. Dehagas. Server 16. Red Angel on server 20. Loop Nest Monster on 15. Six Flash. Vintage. Lego Nerd. Scalyback. JB. Cons Rebel. Z Diddle. Server 20. Welcome in. Yeah. yeah. Ah, like you guys all being here. This is great. Welcome in. Got a lot planned for you today. Panic is going to be here. That's right. That means the wrap-up of the Suck-Ups Challenge is coming up as well. Yes, and uh, and he answers your questions. We, got a, we had a good list, too. Yes, we did. Welcome in, everybody. I'm your host. My name is Ultimate DJs. Thank you, Red Angel. Red Angel's like so excited. Matt Dog says, yeah, excited for Panic to be here. And uh, and I, I'm excited for that as well. Really, really appreciate it. Guys, congratulations. We're going to send a very quick shout out on, at our highest live studio audience crowd ever. Uh, 80 members and counting, Snake Eyes says. That's huge. Really appreciate you guys being here. So we've got a lot to do, and it is just step one, right? we got a lot to get to tonight, and uh, we're just going to dive right in because we've got giveaways to do. we got contests to wrap up we got questions to ask panic and uh, our very own rev deuce is going to be picking up once the podcast is finished to give away even more stuff we're going to talk about that coming up here in just a little bit but uh in true fashion like we always do ladies and gentlemen it is time for the stupid news let's stupid get to it no! yep let's get to it <laughs> it is time for the news, news! yes news! <laughs> steve tell me about it <laughs> He's very passionate about his news. Yes, he likes his news very much. No, it's not fake news. This is actual news headlines. I call it stupid news. 
because I find some of the some of the silliest headlines that I can find, and and then I make fun of it. <laughs> we talked about this in uh, in fluffer time. Welcome in for everybody who's new to the show. There's going to be terminology. There's going to be things that that you don't pick up on. Fluffer time is the time right before the show, like when we're just kind of talking and hanging out. That's uh, that's right. Fluffer time. You guys know what a fluffer is. Uh, so we talked about this briefly in fluffer time. Uh, Pope Francis. Uh, was expected to reveal his decision on married priests today at the Vatican. It's a tough situation. Uh, one side says he wants them to get married, but on the other side, he wants them to also be happy, right? So two not mutually exclusive. Um, if uh, if he says yes, there might be two collections this week, one for the poor, of course, and uh, the other for the bachelor party. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, actually, it was... Um, I, I will not explain. If you don't know what a fluffer is, you're just going to have to Google it. Uh, but don't do it at work. <laughs> don't do it at work. Uh, let's see what else is in the news. Monica Lewinsky attended the Vanity Fair Oscars dinner uh, here a couple of days ago. Someone asked her if it was the wildest party she's ever been to. She said close, but no cigar. <laughs> oh, I forgot your mics are up now so you guys can comment. Yahoo Finance is in the news. Yahoo Finance reporting that Amazon, get this. Now, we've talked about this in the past. Craziness. Amazon paid $162 million in taxes in 2019, guys, on revenue profit, sorry, profit of $13 billion. $162 million in taxes on $13 billion. And worse, the government hasn't even gotten it there yet because they don't have a prime account. So uh, there is that. Gallup poll. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. A Gallup poll found that 90% of Americans are satisfied with the way things are going in their personal life. The other 10% are being honest with themselves. Uh, <laughs> moving on to Hooters. Hooters is in the news giving away free chicken wings to people who show up at their restaurant on Valentine's Day. Yes, Hooters giving away free chicken wings to uh, those people who show up on Valentine's Day. It's actually an event that they're doing. It's called Shred Your X. All right, you put a picture of your ex in a paper shredder, and they're going to give you free wings. Company is also giving away a free Bumble membership with each meal. So even if you don't like chicken, you can still get crabs. But um, thank you. <laughs> a TSA, thank you. A TSA agent was arrested at Los Angeles International Airport for tricking a female passenger into showing him her breasts twice during a screening. It's a crazy story. Uh, it is a crazy story, but uh, it was also glad to hear that uh, Harvey Weinstein was working again. So uh, <laughs> there is that. Um, Apple in the news. Thank you, Snake Guys. Appreciate it. Uh, Apple is in the news, maybe forced to delay the release of its cheaper version of the iPhone. Did you guys hear about this? Apparently, the factory workers have midterms at uh, middle school next week, so they're going to have to delay that a little bit. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, how about this? We made fun. <laughs> Thank you. We made fun of SeaWorld. SeaWorld trainers, get this. I can't believe this. This is the stupidest thing. SeaWorld trainers will no longer be riding dolphins at theme parks, ladies and gentlemen, after PETA complained that the stunt was, quote, demeaning and beat up the animals' souls. All right beating up their souls. But listen, if you still want to see dolphins get beat, you can always fly down to Miami. All right? There is there is an opportunity to see that down there. Um, and I'm, <laughs> I'm going <Yeah>. to... <laughs> 
There you go. All right, I'm going to wrap up with this one because I thought this was cool and uh, and interesting for us Trekkies, okay? And, and this is a real story. I'm not making any part of this up. This is real. A new study, and you guys follow me here, a new study by the Canadian Hydrogen Intensity Mapping Experiment Fast Radio Burst Project at British Columbia, that's a real name, has discovered that a mystery radio source from a galaxy about 500 million light years from our solar system has been sending out radio signals like clockwork twice per hour. This is a weird study. It's I'm serious. This is real news. I feel like people would probably take these scientists a little more seriously if they gave themselves a longer name, though. Uh, I mean, seriously, it's, it's probably not long enough. Um, the, the two signals that the aliens are sending may be, uh, you guys need to abbreviate your title. <laughs> Possibly what they're, what they're doing. Um, yeah. Canadian Hydrogen Intensity Mapping Experiment Fast Radio Burst Project. Sounds like a name Gwyneth Paltrow would give her kid. And there we go. Ladies and gentlemen, I am done with the news. <laughs> That's right, Zula. Shield also had a really long one. I'm not saying that five times fast. I'm I'm out on that. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that is... Sorry. That is... What are you doing? You are a moderator in here. Come on. Get it together, son. I can't control my cell phone, okay? Get it get it together, man. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome in. Welcome into the show. Um, I don't post Miami Dolphins jokes every day, but, but there is... Yeah, there is more than not, okay? <laughs> Wicked Witch says, thank God the news is over. I didn't get any of that there, buddy. Um, but uh, <laughs> it's right. Okay, fine. You guys don't like my news. I love my news. People people like the news. You guys don't like the news. Everybody else likes it. See, look, there's pretty dolphins. All right, guys. Uh, listen, you are here for, for one reason and uh, probably one reason only. Uh, maybe two reasons. One is a giveaway, but the second one is that we've got panic on the show. And uh, at this point, we should probably just waste no further time. Let's just get right into it, right? You will not boot and loot me, sir. It's not going to happen. But I would like, ladies and gentlemen, to uh, to go ahead and introduce our VIP guest of the evening. Ladies and gentlemen, Scopely Community Manager Panic is in the room with us. Hey guys, it's Panic. Thanks DJ for uh, bringing me over to your show. It's an honor. Yeah, man. I'm yeah. excited to have you here. Appreciate you being here. This is Talking Trek's first ever State of the Game address with Community Manager Panic from Scopely. Welcome into the show. Appreciate you being here, buddy. So uh, listen, we'll uh, we'll dive right in, uh, hoping that uh, that you've got some some juicy nuggets for us, man. So tell us what's going on in the Scopely universe today, man. So yeah. Um there's a lot of things going on. So I don't know if I've mentioned it before, but uh, I think uh, 2020 is going to be a really cool year for us. We have a lot of uh, new content coming out. You know, the Borg is already out and it's going to be running for the next three months. The next one is coming soon. Uh, so more content with that, more cool missions are going to be coming out as well. So stay tuned for that. Um, another other cool stuff that are coming out, like we're waiting, as we said, for server merge and uh, the server transfers will be coming out as well at some point. And uh, generally the team is also looking looking at a very fundamental fact that we're trying to uh, change or fix, I guess, in a way, is to create more ways for players to engage with events. Because I understand one of the biggest uh, issues and pain points that the players are having is that events at the moment are very lackluster and very similar. And we acknowledge it as a team and we know that's, that's a pain point. So we are looking for ways to, uh, to get more for you guys to enjoy the game even more. 
So more styles of events, maybe more uh, uh, unique events that incorporate different types of objectives, right? Yeah. So essentially, the way that the events work, they're based on what we call hooks. So essentially, you can a certain aspect of the game is recorded, and due to those recordings, you can then create events around them. So like uh, killing X amount of hostiles, or recording the amount of damage that you, damage that you do, or recording the amount of alliance points that you have, fire um, reputation that you spend, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So. The problem is that we're, it's limited to what we have right now there, and there are new ways that um, that they're looking into. Now, one thing that I'm going to be doing, and it's kind of one of my core uh, features for the next few months, is I'm going to give in, I'm going to allow the players to kind of uh, pick their own events or uh, give ideas as well of what kind of events, what style of events would they like to see, and it's kind of uh, an initiative that I did in my previous job, and I think it, it helps a lot because. We do play the game, like uh, as much as any of you who believe we we all do play the game. We play it a lot. Yet it's much easier to when we have such a pool of players and such different personality traits and styles of of playing, where you can get various opinions about what kind of game they would want and what kind of and how they would want the game. Because the game itself is built around. Uh, uh, the community, right? And we're trying to build a game around what the community wants. Obviously, there's some some things which uh, we can't do right now. There's some things which we're trying to fix, right? So again, that's one one point that I want to make is something that's going to be coming soon, is kind of this create your own event, pick your own event, and stuff like that. I kind of like that idea, man. Uh, the the idea of there to be like a a carousel of choices and where you can kind of subscribe or buy into the type of event you want to do. I want to get to a lot of the questions uh, a little bit uh, in just a little bit, a little bit later in the segment, but that kind of directly ties in. So I'd like to uh, bring this question since you just kind of led into it. Der Blitz asked, uh, do you remember the defense attack mission? Uh, several months ago, it didn't last very long. I believe the event got pulled, but it was uh, basically where uh, people got points for, say, for example, in a specific faction, mining gas, but then other uh, there was another event, right? Players got points for destroying miners on gas. Do you remember that event? It didn't last real long. Is that kind of something that we might see experimented with, uh, different forms of PvP, perhaps? Exactly. So PvP is something that... So one of the reasons we pulled that out, we haven't done it yet, is because we did have a lot of negative sentiment from the community. And I think, again, PvP is something that is very finicky, right? Because you have a lot of parts of the community that love it and other parts of the community that absolutely hate it. And I think in this case, the ones that hate it have to be heard more than the ones that love it because the ones that hate it lose more, right? Because they don't want to participate in an event and then they're forced to participate in an event. So what the team is doing right now is trying to find that balance, the balance between a good PvP event uh, whilst also catering for the players that don't want to participate. Again, we had obviously the ideas of, you know, giving free P-Shields to those uh, to those players that don't want to participate. Yet again, you know, that just means that this is, uh, again, uh, won't be touched yet. Uh, the problem here is is that it's only it's, it's also about the ships that are going out and everything. So yeah, it's just finding that balance. But it is, but PvP is something that uh, will be coming out soon. Yeah, I know. You know, there is it is an interesting. Uh, topic to bring up like on the official discord because this is at its core it's a war game right it is player versus player at its core and it is interesting to see how many people don't appreciate that particular aspect of it but you know uh, maybe we could do something like we've done with pvp events in the past you know where certain systems um you know certain systems are open to this event and you know if you're mining gas then it could just be all gas mining systems 
<laughs> I'm kidding for those of you who want to mine gas. I know. Uh, but, uh, you know, there, there are, I guess, some ways to, do, to, to go about that. And so the development team has uh, a slate of ideas about how to incorporate more PvP is what you're saying, right? So actually, what the idea that you just brought up is uh, one that has been circulating, circulating around the team as well. So it's kind of uh, the idea of like a setting specific systems and those systems are going to be specifically just for pvp and there's a lot of issues there right like where are those systems going to be is it going to be in specific faction space is it going to be in neutral space where in the neutral space will it the uh, neutral space we have a lot of the low play, low end players there will it affect them so because so again it, uh, it really depends on uh, the ins and outs on what is possible by the team to do but as you said, it's, it's something that we're constantly looking at, and it's always there on the drawing board. Cool, cool. All right. So uh, we've got uh, a focus on different types and different areas of PvP. And I'm, I'm assuming then, since you're you're beginning this kind of initiative uh, to gather player feedback, then I'm assuming that on the Discord there will be an, an area or, uh, or uh, I guess, a specific call at some point where we, the community, can contribute different ideas. Like you might say, hey, listen, guys, we're looking at uh, we want to do a PvP event next month. What are your guys' thoughts? Is there going to be a place designated for players to provide those types of ideas? So the, the, the initiative is threefold. So the first one is, going to be, is the easy one, which is these are the events we have at the moment. So we have you know, Battle for Glory, Domination, Separatist event, etc. Which ones do you want next? Okay, so that's the easy one. Then the second one is these are the hooks that we have. So this is what we can do currently in the game. So if we have, if you can do the currently this in the game, what, how would you mix and match this to create like your ideal event? And then the third phase, which which is completely, if you had all the tools and all the development team and the engineering team in the world, what kind of stuff would you do? Right, so like super over the top, uh, think out of the box kind of thing. Yes, uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, you know what? Then that let me let me give you your first uh, suggestion. Then this comes from a player named Macross. He is on server fifteen, and uh, he is actually a pretty high level player. I believe a level thirty eight player. And uh, he says, let me see if I can find his question because again, I was going to get to these a little bit later, but he had a really good idea about that type of. Uh, extra content, if you will. And uh, let me see if I can find it here. He was uh, talking, and I'm trying to... Oh, here it is, here it is. Macross says, are there any plans to add different types of ships other than warships and mining ships? For example, mobile repair dot, or mobile repair ships uh, that can repair ships away from base, or, or science vessels that can create buffs or debuffs, sensor ships uh, to detect cloaked ships or be able to scan in remote systems, something like that. Some, you know, ships that have, you know, in the Star Trek universe some specific purposes that we don't yet have in this game maybe uh, some add some more complexity to rating or armadas or you know uh, just anything like that is there any current uh, development ideas being tossed around about adding research vessels or scientific vessels into the game or, or any other type of ship besides a miner and a warship there is a ton of ideas. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm unfortunately haven't seen a lot of uh, where this is at and what its current base is. But again, all of these things that you just told me, I'm definitely gonna be passing them on. I'm definitely uh, send this uh, send this podcast over to the uh, to the designing team and they, and they can pick up uh, pack these ideas. That's great. I hope they really enjoy the stupid news well, in the beginning. The yeah. <laughs> Hope they really enjoy those just shows. Like your <laughs> All right, so hey, let's uh, let's shift gears here just a little bit, and I appreciate your comments, kind of for 
the for the state of the game. Let's talk about uh, one thing that just recently happened. As a matter of fact, I think it's uh, either still open or maybe ending today. I, I didn't even look. I finished it and I didn't get a chance to, to look at it. Let's talk about military supremacy. We have we think we've kind of figured this out. Can you tell us a little bit more about why some people are falling in the bracket and others are not, particularly in the ops thirty four to thirty eight range? So the military so military supremacy. It's uh, it's something that it's okay. Firstly, it's not broken, and there are aspects of it where you have to um, you have to fulfill some elements in order for you to participate. Right. Again, I can't really talk about the elements themselves. I don't really know them as well. So all I know is that um, if you can participate, it's because you fulfill those elements, fulfill those criteria, so you can play. All right. So the confirmation is, ladies and gentlemen, that the event is working. And now let let me ask you, Panic. Did you get a chance to listen to the the last show that we did on Sunday? Did you hear me? Yeah. All right. So uh, I hope I'm not in trouble. I busted open your theory all the way up to Ops 33. <laughs> but there's something about 34 through 38 in there. There's an extra component there, isn't there? I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm now I'm being serious. Like I, we already talked about it before, but uh, I don't know the exact in and out. I don't know exactly the the numbers or like and the criteria to which uh, players require. But the, the math the is working. You're saying that the event is working as intended. Yes, yes. Okay, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. So that means that there is still more puzzle for me to crack. I'm going to figure it out. I will do it, and I will do it without the developers telling me anything. That way I can talk about it. (laughs) All right, uh, let's move on. All right. We are just getting ready to finish Borg Arc 1. Can you give us, and I I know that that there's been a few hints laid out here and there, just kind of officially and on the record what you can tell us. I know there's some stuff that you cannot, but uh, can you give us some insight into arc two the only thing i can give for sure is that it's um, there's going to be more missions right so you're going to have more missions to be able to to, to complete and to the, the narrative itself is also continuing so that's going to be fun and there's going to be a whole lot of oh we lost you a whole lot of what don't leave us on the edge of our seats but <laughs> a whole lot of content maybe a whole lot of board cubes flying around a whole lot of free resources in the event store <laughs> what is it tell us we, you, i wish i could well, you're you're cutting out a little bit and and i lost okay. the last part of your sentence so maybe uh, just double check your your sensitivity there uh but uh, yeah so so we've got more content we got more missions coming anything specifically that you can share with us is there is there a designated drop date uh and if so is that something you can share with us at this point how much downtime will there be um, that I don't know yet. So the downtime, it really depends. This, this usually comes last minute because what, essentially what happens is that the, uh, the developers, they, um, they test everything out. Then everything goes through sort of a process where every single stakeholder then uh, approves or not. And then once it's been approved, then they can start assuming the amount of time. Now, I'm, getting, I'm just going on a whim here. And according to uh, the amount of content that we have and uh, previous times, I assume it's going to be around the two to, two to two and a half hour mark. Again, I don't know. Oh gosh! Uh, when, uh, okay, you're saying within two to two and a half hours at the of the end of arc one? Oh no, no, no! The uh, the downtime. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I was going to say that is way better than expected, my man. That that's huge. <laughs> okay, guys, there you, you heard it right here. Panic says two hours, and arc two is going to start. No, I, I kid. Um, yeah, that's uh, that would be huge, right? That would be big time. Hey, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk. Uh, okay, so not a whole lot you can tell us about about what's coming up in the board. Let me let me ask you this, and I and I know that this was a large part of our feedback uh, from the last event uh, or from the last 
podcast arc, uh, the arc that we're currently in, rather. And uh, listen, I, I want to go on record and say that a lot of us, uh, especially the content creators, uh, worked out in the community and talked about this event in detail. We talked about the milestones. We talked about the event store and how these were really paying out much better than events have in the past. Was this... Uh, tell me the thinking behind that, Panic. Like, the event store, for example, and, and we're going to get to the maybe the, the the constructive criticism part in a second, but the, the praise that I've got is that the event store was phenomenal, right? There was more resources in this event store available for 20 bucks than we've ever seen in any pack ever. What, is this maybe the beginning of a shift in the thinking from Scopely? Like, is this a shift in the paradigm where we can start to see and look forward to and expect a, a push of resources into the economy for uh, a much more affordable price? Um, so I guess it's uh, as in every MMO, when you have an expansion launching, uh, it's it's always normal for the lower levels to kind of start gaining a more lenient curve towards that end game, so people can just start catching up. And as we had a couple of months ago for the levels 20s to 30s, especially, we had the refinery essentially give double the amount. These are the small hinges that are that we're taking so that we have the players kind of reach that level 40 mark faster. Again. We don't want to do it immediately because then it just is not fair on everyone else that has already hit that level or that is already high level. But again, through through some through through events, through like creating through giving more stuff within the refinery, through creating uh, better better resource gathering, um, we allow we, we make that curve uh, much uh, linear. For, uh, the I, I love to hear the official response to that because we've been talking about. <laughs> pushing the economy like like scopely wanting to take level 20s and make them 30s and 30s and make them 35s and and taking 35s and making them 40s and so uh what you're saying then is that that curve is starting to shift obviously not so fast and we said that right guys we said in the beginning that we can't just flip a switch not only are you going to upset some people but you're probably in a indirectly or maybe even directly going to shorten the life of the game which is what nobody wants we want this game to be around for a while so but what we we are seeing is Scopely starting to now shift that curve, right? We, Like you mentioned, we started with the refinery. We got the scrapyard. Uh, we've got a couple of things that are starting to make these uh, barriers in the low, in the late 20s and low 30s easier to overcome. Is, is, and this pay store, pay store, sorry, the event store was kind of an example of that, right? $20 uh, American got you more resources than any pack ever did before right so this is yeah. this is maybe the beginning of a new pattern for you guys yep uh, for, for sure like the team again it's it's a complex process like i don't even want to go through it it's not a lot of people like uh they just remember talking to me at discord and they're like why don't you just like lower everything and i'm like <laughs> it's not it's not that easy i'm just we can't, just can't just like add a, a reduces zero from everything that we're doing it sounds like we have an inflation issue within the game it's just that the economy itself is very complex at how it's managed right there's a lot of aspects to it again when i say economy i don't I, i'm not talking about how many resources you have in the game. It's about, there's a lot of nuances around uh, how many resources players have on them and then how do we manage that and then how we just, how we allow them to spend it and where do they spend it and kind of to have that progression within the game but at the same time, don't make it so easy where it just becomes a clicker game, right? 
Exactly, exactly. There, there still needs to be a degree of strategy and planning involved, and uh, and so, guys, there you go. That's what that's been a really huge question uh, that a lot of you have had about the economy, and and I wasn't going to dive too deep into this because, listen, at the end of the day, Scopely knows, right? Every developer, uh, Panic, I know you know, Gala knows. Everybody uh, over there on the team knows that the economy is something that that we've been crying for, and so, guys, it sounds as though the feedback has been heard and the economy is beginning to shift and we've already seen a couple of these steps in the right direction and now uh, you know we saw it with this $20 pack in the event store and and we're going to kind of move forward now let me ask you on the other side of that coin panic um, the event store for the first time ever was limited to pay players um, now, the milestone rewards were still excellent. All right, I broke those down in detail. The milestone rewards for the free-to-plays, uh, in my opinion, if I'm, if I'm summarizing ARC 1, I believe Scopely kept their promise. Okay, I really do. Free-to-play players could complete the event. Free-to-play players were going to get a boatload of rewards, and the pay players were going to get a little bit extra, and that was the event store. Do we expect that the event store is going to stay on this model, or are we going to open that back up to the free guys? To be honest with you, I don't really have a comment on that specific one. I know that we got a lot of learnings and there's a lot of feedback about the event store itself. Now, I don't know if they're going to open it up or they're going to do something in between. Um, I wish I had a better response for you there, but we know the sentiment and we have heard the community and the outcry. And the initial thing that we did was we lowered, obviously, after the first, after the second day, if I'm not mistaken, we lowered the milestones, uh, the milestone level. So players were able to hit those milestones much easier as a free-to-play player if they just wanted to grind. Um, but we did hear the event store, and I know that it was an issue for a lot of the free-to-play players. Um, again, as I said, there's... The team, it's always super hard to find the balance, right? The balance between the two, because the game is kind of open. There's no specific, like, there's no, like, a specific place where only pairs, uh, players at pay can go to, right? Everything has to be mixed together with free-to-play and pay-to-play mm-hmm. and, uh, and the paying players. So, again, it's finding that, that balance between it. I know the team is trying a lot of the different things out there, like they did now with the Borg and the events and the, and, and the tokens. So, again something that we can continue to see uh, evolution in the future. Awesome. Okay, well, and like I said, I mean, overall, I think the sentiment was pretty positive. I I will tell you this, and I know that as soon as I say this, there's going to be a free-to-play player out there and say, well, I don't feel that way. But I will tell you, and this has been my experience in the official Discord as well as in my Discord, um, I have heard from a lot of free-to-play, okay, like free-to-play up to this point, Panic, that they were willing to spend $20 on that pack because of the sheer volume that it provided. And so, you know, I'd love for you to take this back. You know, it wasn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, I think that it opened a lot of people's eyes to the value that Scopely can provide if we can stay on that track. You know what I'm saying? Like, like keep it on that right track. And I know that there was another uh, pretty uh, prevalent idea, which was to create a second event store, one specifically for the payers that can have big-time premium rewards, but there would still be something for the free-to-play guys to work towards. So maybe a second or a premium or a gold standard or a VIP event store kind of thing, right? Is that something? Something that could be tossed around? 
that's something I'm going to definitely try. I don't even remember listening, hearing this idea, reading it anywhere. So that's actually a pretty cool idea. I don't know now how feasible it is, but uh, I'll definitely pass it around. I just flip the sure. light switch, man. Just just go over there yeah, and be like, yeah, yeah. be like, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, de- hey, devs, just uh, you know, do this. We'll have it ready in in two and a half hours because that's what I told the community. Uh, <laughs> two and a half hours. Okay, cool. So uh, so we got Borg. We got the economy. Let's um, let's shift gears here because I've got a ton of questions and I'd like to get to some of these questions uh, and some of them are kind of now questions some of them are down the road kind of questions and I know that's what you really like I know that you like theorizing about this game uh, just in the way that you and I have talked about you know long-term plans and things like that so let me start with this one from truck and chick because I think this is a really in-depth question and and I like the the where she's thinking she says if we got transported in time forward one year what do you expect that Star Trek Fleet Command looks like what level of player maturity server growth and content development can you expect over the next 12 months i'd love to understand the game and where it's going uh, before i continue to invest in it what what do you expect i know you said in the beginning that there's a lot of big plans for 2020 is there is there general and you had mentioned this and golly i, I can't even believe that we didn't come back to this you specifically mentioned server merge uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, maybe not even a time frame, but is this what we have all come to, to hope and pray for? Like, are we going to be able to move servers? Are we going to be able to join new accounts? Or what, what's your expectations for server merge? So server merge is something that it's much, it's, it's actually become much harder than we thought it has. That's why it's just, it, that's why it's, uh, it's been so long for it to come out. We understand the pain that players have, especially in servers where it's quite abandoned and not that many. Uh, and I know server transfer is something as well that is in in the books. Now, I, there's going to be, I can't promise that everyone can transfer servers or I can't promise that it's going to be coming soon or I can't promise that it's going to be available to anyone or it's going to be available to only the players that pay or to everyone. Like, again, there's some nuances around how it works that I don't know. Uh, but I, what I know is, is that both of these features are going to be coming soon because we understand the the sentiment from the community like especially the uh especially for newer players like i want to play with my friends and i haven't started the game right um, i want to create some sort of uh, for example i did it in my previous company as well some sort of referral program where you can refer your friends to come play with you and stuff like that and we can't really do this unless we have some sort of uh server transfer or at least pick your server when you start the game okay so like uh, you know like a referral code or something like that that'll that yeah, refers exactly. a player into a specific server okay i like yeah, exactly. that so uh, is it your expectation this sounds complicated okay and i know that it's something you guys have been working on is it your expectation that we do see this uh, in the next 12 months do we see that in 2020 i hope so it's something i don't know if it's going to be 2020 i know that the, the team is working hard on this because i know from a uh, the possibilities are huge like uh, i want to create a program where i don't know if you refer 10 friends you get x amount of stuff if you're 50 friends you get x amount of stuff i want to go to a point where i don't know if you refer 200 friends for example uh, you you get a system named out, named out of you oh, oh um, nice i like that so, made out of you yes you're that. talking so, about partic- right. like in-game content being being developed around your your players that are most invested, right? And not even just money, guys, yeah, exactly. but you're talking time, right? Uh, growth, exactly. bringing players into the game. I like that idea. Uh, yeah, I'll take a system in uh, deep Klingon <laughs> territory 
yeah, that, I want that. That's that's what I want. That's great. Okay, so uh, let, let's talk about this uh, a little bit more short term. Okay, lots of content we know is coming. Uh, this question is posed by Der Blitz. Thank you for this, buddy. Uh, shout out, think a lot of new content is coming. We like the anticipation. We like where um, this is heading as far as the way it's been promoted. But we do still have a couple of little annoying things right and and i know that you know what i'm talking about uh you know just silly little things like you know maybe ui glitches or uh for example i mentioned to you the other day like this little chat lag thing just minor little things they're they're annoying right they don't they don't kill us they're not costing us money uh they're just little things a couple of officers aren't aren't functioning properly uh what are the plans to to balance bug fixes along with development of new content like are, are there separate teams that work on these two things or are the developers kind of split where you know they have to choose to work on new content or work on fixing things that are already in the game what's what's your guys's balance for that so yeah you mentioned it as well we have to we have various teams and we have for example one team that is focused on just bugs and issues in the game and they they work very closely with us so we have like daily standups with them both uh, me and the OCMs and the CS and the customer support, player support, like I'd rather call them, are the ones that are uh, focusing on player feedback. So, like, what are the players seeing? What are the major ticket uh, runners? And then, what issues are they facing? And then, once we kind of figure out, then we prioritize um, which are the most important ones, which are affecting the most players, which are affecting the most gameplay, and also from a feasibility point of view, like how fast can we fix this bug? And then that team kind of takes it away and then puts it into their sprint backlog, and they just start taking it in. And then, within a sprint, which I think two or three weeks they try to manage as many bugs and issues that they can of course there are also other departments which focus on content and uh, new stuff that's coming along coming stuff like social content um like events creating the hooks creating uh, from the design point of view so yeah there are many multiple pods within the company which are which do something specific is there is there a specific point in this timeline or in this chain of processes where the the bugs team that i'll just refer to them as the bugs team uh have to work with the content team to coordinate a launch like like for example and i'm, I'm just going to use one uh specific officer uh that a lot of people have have you know looked for who came out and then was and then was gone was tal um tal was available for a very brief period of time and 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 there are a few others i know that you know about but but just using this one for example it's been more than a few weeks so what what process or has this been maybe deprioritized is there a priority on these bugs and and if there is can you tell us maybe what bugs have the highest priority right now so um, one of the highest priorities right now, I know. So like chat is right now the highest priority for this, obviously because it's a big, it's a big issue. The chat lag issues yes. that we're having. Yeah. Uh, stuck ships. That's another one that is a major one that we're trying to fix. I, we've we've solved most of it, but it's still not really there. And general lag within the game. So that's another thing that is that is trying to be fixed. And then. It's also bits and pieces that players don't see because it, it doesn't affect the masses, but we're trying to fix. So and so. I said so twice. Well, um. <laughs> it's okay. You're thinking, right? It's okay. You're you're in deep thought. You want to answer the question the way that that you can without violating uh, your boss's wishes, right? But in a way that that satisfies the masses. I get it. I get it. I, I dance on that line every single day. Like I sometimes I'm thinking, you know, I can't wait till Panic hears this, and then I'm like, you know what? Maybe he shouldn't. I, I probably just violated another another deal there. Gal is keeping count on me, right? I've got a tally mark. She's up 
up to N- <laughs> she, she's up to NDA violation number fifty four. I think is what she what she told me. I dance on that line. Um, so yeah. so yeah, it, can you and and you may not be able to. Can you uh, aside from like okay, let's take chat lag for example. Okay, that is a big one. I know that a lot of people have been talking about that. Is is a fix um, in route? Uh, do we have the problem yes. solved? Yep. Yep. The problem is solved. It's just, it's going to be fixed again. I'll give you guys the update as soon as possible, but super, super soon, like in the next couple of weeks, um, we will be able to fix this. It just needs like a next maintenance or whatever it's going to have. Maybe it's like a sub maintenance where it's like a, just, just this. So again, I don't know the timeline on when this is coming out. So it's going to be the next two, three weeks maximum. Okay, cool. Yeah, so Excellent. Well, at least we know that a fix is coming for that. So, cause that, that has been, uh, what seems to be, you know, probably one of the bigger annoyances right now is just not being able to communicate with our yeah. team. Uh, yeah, l- let exactly. me ask you this, and, and this is a little bit more from a, uh, uh, probably a scientific perspective, and, and I don't fully understand it myself, and so you, you may not either. What is it about the game's chat platform that that makes it a struggle for it to maintain memory like like for example there are other games where you can go back and find a player and a message is there from eight months ago we seem to have a problem with message retention is that uh, on purpose is that intentional um is that uh, to, to coin a phrase from you is that working as intended or is is do we have maybe a chat platform that could use some some serious upgrading Oh, we lost him again. <laughs> oh, yeah, there we're fine. <laughs> Panic, listen. What what kind of AOL dial-up internet do they have for you over there? <laughs> this company has made hundreds of millions of dollars. You'd think they'd be able to get you basic cable. Right. <laughs> Actually, like, uh, I'm, I'm failing on this mic. I'm pressing mute and I'm forgetting to mute again. I'm mute, so that's my fail. I'm not going to blame it on the internet. Trying to, trying to multitask. I understand. Okay. Yeah, so, exactly. um, did you hear the question? Like, what, what were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, on your question, so every, um, every patch and every maintenance that we do, we don't usually mention this because we usually mention um, something that I should do more often, I guess, to players, stuff that are not player facing. But we do increase the server load of every every single time. It's because it's not easy, right, to increase that because there's a lot of um, there's a lot of ways that this can break. So, but again, I don't. I wish I knew more on the technical matter on um, what uh, how this can be fixed. All I know is that there are always making incremental changes and uh, server performance uh, changes so that it, it can increase, as you said, the performance, and then all these things can be fixed. At some point. So you believe that because of the re- as a result of some of these maintenances or some of these patches, it could actually be uh, th- the direct result is that we lose a little bit, maybe possibly of our chat memory or uh, or conversations that we've had with other players because these things are being patched and and the possibly the, the, yeah like the chat message is not a part of yeah. memory that you guys are prioritizing, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Again, possibly. I don't. I, I wish I knew the ins and. I, I'll actually look it up again as well and let you know. Well, you yeah, can, like uh, I said, I, said I, yeah, I know that that's super technical question, and and I don't. Yeah. Uh, I didn't fully understand it myself when he was explaining it to me, but but I do know that you know I can message somebody you know two three days ago and go back and and maybe try to find something that we had talked about and and it not be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was just kind of curious about how that could be improved yeah. uh, down the road. I guess, yeah, I guess it's just the architecture of the game at the moment that I don't think, I don't know if they're, if they're going to make anything specifically to fix that, to kind of uh, to get, uh, to increase the memory of chat so you can see more of your chat history. But again, 
We'll see. I'll bring it up to the team as well. It's a good point. Cool, cool. All right. Uh, listen, let's get to maybe two or three more questions because we've got a game to play, right? And you've got a ship to cool. give away today. So, uh, <laughs> yes, and I want everyone to hear it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We'll mute this part. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, listen, uh, let's get to a couple more questions. Uh, JB uh, is the admiral of an alliance, an alliance that loves war, okay? Loves PvP, loves war. He uh, made this suggestion, and this could be potentially an idea for some of the the, maybe the PvP type content you guys were looking for. Uh, add some skin, he says, to uh, PvP or Alliance versus Alliance War. Let alliances officially declare war um, or actually enter a component of the game where war can be declared and gain a prize for total PvP gained in a set period of time. A loot box, maybe a weekly or a monthly thing, or allow uh, Alliance admirals to, to come together and schedule PvP contests between their teams something that could actually award something or give a prize to be claimed. Um, could that potentially be something or has that uh, been kicked around or would you like to officially let this be the first PVP suggestion in the Scopely suggestion box? Oof, like if I can do something like that, I would do it in a heartbeat. But yes, yes, meaning um, this is actually stuff that the team is thinking about. Now, there are different ways and different ideas. I know that they've shot around on how this can happen. Obviously, it won't be just a pure uh, alliance versus alliance PvP. There are certain ways that can also fit the narrative of Star Trek to allow this to happen. And I know that's something that is super cool that is coming up that kind of revolves around this uh, sometime, uh, sometime this year. Um, but again, I can't really give a lot more detail on that. But uh, I know that the team is—I know the team are looking very, uh, very fundamentally on alliances and alliance PvP as well. Because I know that from their point of view and from my point of view, like if we want this game to last, we need to give the alliance more tools to create those social interactions and those uh, social um, uh, play. Uh, Okay. Community area. Yeah, I, I, I like to hear that because there was actually another question and uh, and I was going to try to get to it. Uh, the, the question was about alliance management, allowing alliance uh, admirals and commodores to have, you know, better uh, maybe stat tracking or better reporting or just overall you know, a little bit better management type tools so that we can keep track of, of players who are active and not active in Deadwood and things like that. So that kind of you kind of answered that question without it even being asked. There was one other. Another question uh, regarding uh, alliance management and war that was kind of a hybrid uh, between JB's question and Macross's, which is, is there a way uh, or, or can there be a way to mark certain alliances from the management level uh, in a different color, like to know who the bad guys are, know who the good guys are, know who that, you know, we've got a nap with. Um, is there anything or any content type that uh, that can be delivered that results in different colored ships instead of just blues and purples and greens? Yes. That's a very cryptic answer. <laughs> Please don't don't stress yourself going into detail there, Panic. <laughs> don't give us too much. I don't want you to get in trouble. <laughs> all right. All I can say is that uh, yeah, like they've been thinking about stuff like this. It is it is in the cards, and all everything that you just told me right now is something that the team has already thought about. Uh, from uh, again, player feedback, just like just brainstorming uh, sessions. So alliance management system is something that we're looking into, and it's something that. We'll be changing over the course of the year love it okay very cool all right well listen uh panic from the look of my clock we got about 15 minutes left does that sound about right to you 
Yep. 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 Okay. So we've got two things that we got to do. All right. I am going to uh, very quickly take a break. For those of you listening in the podcast room, appreciate you being here. Uh, we are on with community manager Panic from Scopely, and uh, appreciate him carving time out for us uh, talking Trek's first ever state of the game address. And uh, we're going to take a very quick break. When we return, we got a couple of last minute questions. We're going to play a game, Panic, called Yes or No, and then we have to finish our suck ups challenge. I have some very cute love letters for you and uh and and uh, i'm gonna read them to you in such a, a sweet and romantic way that you will have no choice but to throw up in the trash can next to your desk okay uh guys <laughs> my name is ultimate djs this is talking trek star trek fleet commands official can i say it panic i can say official right <laughs> All right, you can fine. see whatever you want. BJ. That's right. It's Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back this with Panic. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Pepperidge Ant Farm Cookies. In case you were wondering, those aren't chocolate sprinkles. Hey, I'm Frank Santangelo, head of the Flu's official marketing department. I got a little message for those of you clowns running this trendy coronavirus. You think you're hot stuff because your little designer snot has killed what? Six or seven hundred people? Well, I got a newsflash for you, capiche? The flu killed 61,200 in 2019. 61,200! But nobody talks about that because we're not named after a beer like you botched the guys with your coronas. Maybe if we called it the Foster's flu and said it came from Australia, yous would give us some respect. And you could clear it up with a real flu shot straight from the bartender. But we don't do that because we don't need a fancy name to get the job done. Unlike some people. Uh-huh. So take your fancy little corona and hit the road before I give you a Lyme disease where the sun don't shine. The Iowa caucuses are over, but the sales have just begun at the Democratic Campaign Warehouse, where we've got leftover merchandise from more candidates than you can shake a fried stick of butter at. I'm Cory Booker, and I'm running for president. And I'm running to serve you as the next president. I'm running for president of the United States. They call me Mayor Pete, and I am running. At the Democratic Campaign Warehouse, we've got everything from Joe Biden's false teeth to Elizabeth Warren's false DNA test. They call her Pocahontas. Looking for a tech toy for the kids? Pete Buttigieg left his Game Boy, and we've got thousands of unused calculators from the folks who designed Bernie Sanders' health care plan. Let me tell you what this political movement is about. Beto O'Rourke dropped out early, but we've got plenty of products that kept his supporters up late. Oh, yeah. The Democratic Campaign Warehouse, your home for more good deals than you can count. The three-letter word, jobs, J-O-B-S. If you can count.
Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome back. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host of Talking Trek, and this is Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We are on with community manager Panic. Welcome into the show, my friend. It is so exciting to have you here. We've been working towards this for a little while, right? And uh, I'm, I'm excited to have you here, man. I'm excited as well. I'm, exci- I'm, I'm especially excited for the next uh, upcoming segment and uh, actually a bit scared as well at the same time. So let's just hit it. Let's just run before I start running out of the room. Yeah, listen, uh, we'll, we'll get to that uh, coming up here in just a second. We've got yes or no. We've also got love letters, the suck ups challenge to panic. Hey, I do want to uh, take this opportunity very quickly uh, to promote uh, a couple of things that we've got going on panic. And, and uh, this is some really cool stuff. I love. OK, let me just go out on a limb and say I love what you specifically have fought for for this community because a lot of people don't know this okay um i see it and i'm still the new kid on the block i see it from the back end side uh for the first time in over 14 months 15 months of playing all right and i see how you advocate for the community through the content creators and i see how you advocate for the content creators back to scopely so i want to say thank you to that because um you know there's a lot of stuff guys that that we're able to provide insight on or not okay sometimes but then listen we we do fun stuff like we got giveaways right and all that stuff i i wish i could tell you that's coming out of my wallet it sure isn't it's coming out of panic's wallet uh so i appreciate you doing that and i appreciate uh, scopely being behind the content creators that you guys have on this program because it allows us to do content like this and and have listenership and and be able to engage them with you know real information and real insight and then real giveaways right because uh coming up later on the show here this evening uh, or not on my show but as soon as we wrap up here we're gonna hop channels right and uh another one your very first content creator right rev deuce is going to be on the air tonight and doing a big giveaway of his own celebrating eight thousand subscribers panic when you started this program did you feel like the content creators program was going to take off like it has I want to say that I didn't, but to be honest with you, DJ, I did because um, only because of the sheer passion of the players, right? Anyone can become a content creator. It doesn't really matter if you just started out. Doesn't matter. Doesn't really matter if you're at home with a really bad computer and really bad setup. Like content creating for me is about. And a lot of people come to me and they're like, I want to become a content creator. I want to, uh, I want to be given free stuff. I'm like, that's not the point of becoming a content creator, right? You should have, if the only, re- the only way I will be putting you, anyone in the content creator program is for a few specific things is showing continuous passion and showing continuous evol- evolution. Uh, and that also yeah. requires I'm a strong internet on. connection. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, why, that's why I'm not a content creator. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. All right. So, you know, guys, I, I do want to, I, like I said, I don't mean to get off on a tangent. That was not a question that was asked. That was just a point that I wanted to bring up on behalf of the content creators that are that are actually in this program with you, Panic. We got Sync. We got Fortis. We got No One. We got Rev. Now we got me. And um, and and I think that it's cool, the, the support that you give these guys to be able able to engage their community because it helps us i mean this is a passion for us i mean you know we don't get paid uh you know well i get paid nothing all right i'm on a platform that doesn't even do that doesn't even do revenue right so you know youtube can a little bit but guys these guys aren't living on this stuff okay we do it because like panic says we love the game 
we love the game and we like teaching and we like explaining and and in Rev's case we like doing 17 different god awful voice imitations okay i mean it just it's, it's a thing that's a thing that we do so anyway uh just want to thank yeah yeah want to thank you uh for for what you're doing because we've got uh, a giveaway to do so uh let's get to um our suck ups challenge here in just a second but first i would like to go ahead and play our yes or no game now panic you know the rules right we've got 10 questions yep. they are yes or no you cannot elaborate just yes or no but you tell the truth because your mama's going to mm-hmm. know if you're lying okay <laughs> um you got to tell the truth uh yes or no and you get one question one question that if you feel like it deserves clarification or it deserves explanation then you get one question where you get to you get to chime in and, and actually provide a response are we ready All right. Uh, Question number one. Here's yes or no with Panic, community manager from Scopely. Question number one. Will you unban Beck from the official Discord? (laughs) No. (laughs) Sorry. I tried, Beck. Uh, Number two. Do you consider canned cheese to be a a legitimate form of cheese? No. <laughs> no. Sorry, Gala. Uh, number three. Are there topless pictures of you somewhere on the internet? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. There you go. So you guys start uh, start Googling. Uh, question number four. Will Rev Deuce get his own character in the game? Never. <laughs> <laughs> I also tried there. Question number five. Can you eat just one Lay's potato chip? No. No, can't be done. Number six, is it proper etiquette to use a fork while eating nachos? No. <laughs> no, you got to use, use your hands, right? You don't use a fork. Okay. <laughs> Listen, there was, there was controversy. There was controversy. There was an actual conversation about okay, this. Okay, no, no, no. I'm like, sorry. I'm going to take a time out here. <laughs> How? Okay, this, this is your ex- this is your explanation question. You choose this to be your explanation yes. question. Okay, how do you how do you eat nachos with a fork? I don't like, know. Okay. Ask Taco Bell. If someone, if, if, <laughs> anytime I go to Taco Bell and I order a nachos Bel Grande, they give me a spork. Okay, and then I get oh, it home and I open up and I open it up, right? And here's what happens. Now I'm not saying that I'm one. I, I'll use my fingers as best I can. But when there's like nacho cheese and sour cream and beans, and it's literally the way I like it, which is a whole slop of mess covering all the chips, you can't get a good hold on a chip, right? So you have to use the spork. That's my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're that, a weird, weird. Person. Not a, so you would rather you'd rather just make a mess of yourself. You're sitting there in your Obviously. office. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> okay. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. That was the question he chose. Uh, he chose to use his explanation on. Now, what he doesn't know is that I saved all the really hard-hitting game content questions for the end. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. No, uh, no cheating now. Okay. Question number seven: Do you keep a jar of peanut butter on your desk? No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Question number eight. Uh, Do you hunt and kill your own food? (laughs) No. (laughs) I wish I answered yes. (laughs) These questions are so stupid. I love love it. Okay. Uh, Question number nine. Is Ultimate DJs your favorite content creator? 
<laughs> yes. That's right. That's right. I See? That's right. You guys all heard it. It's official. It's on the interwebs forever. All right. Uh, question. DJ, uh, you'll be that 500 years, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, what does that translate to? About a buck 27 American? Okay, gotcha. All right. Uh, question number 10. Are we going, and this, this is my game question here. This is what I figured you'd use your explanation on. Question number 10. Are we going to be flying board cubes in the next 60 days? Oh. oh, you just broke everybody's heart. Gregor, <laughs> that was Gregor's question, and I'm sorry, Gregor. Panic has now officially confirmed that we will not be buying and flying board cubes. I want to tell you, Panic, I don't know if you heard this on the show. Gregor was willing to remortgage his home to buy a board cube. <laughs> I will make one specifically for him. There you go. See, Gregor, who's your boy, right? Who is who's looking out for you? Panic just said it unequivocally and officially that he is going to make you a board cube for you to fly around. There you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's yes or no. Uh, thank you, Panic. Appreciate that. All right, listen, we've got one last thing we got to get to, and I know we're running out of time, so I'm going to make this quick. Uh, we have been running this suck-ups challenge. We have been taking – listen, I ended up getting almost 60 love letters for you. Can you believe that? 60 people wow. uh, entered into this contest for an opportunity to win uh, a free Kelvin, and so uh, we appreciate you making that available. Panic, panic, panic is having a heart attack right now. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, wait a second. No, I was giving away free fortunates for this game. Uh, no. So, uh, no, what we've done is we've, I've nailed it down. I've narrowed it down to about five. Okay. And I'm going to read you these five. And if you would, just take a pen and paper and just write down uh, which one you like. I'll read you number one first. And then, uh, you know, if you like number two better, just you got to pick your winner. And the winner, ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking about this for almost three months. The winner of the Suck Ups Challenge is going to win a pretty cool prize, right? You're going to win 50%, which is 50 BPs for a faction miner of your choice. Now, if you are significantly under Ops 30, if you are, say, an Ops 22 or 24 or 25, and you don't want to wait all the way to Ops 30 to use your prize, we will also substitute that for 60 blueprints for Horizon. Okay, so you get your choice, either 50 for a faction miner or 60 for Horizon. And you know what? I uh, Listen, I'm going to put him on the spot here. Panic, can I add one more option? Option. Can I add a third option? Can uh, so I'm 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 upping it. I'm not. It's going to be a full horizon. Well, that's what I said. <laughs> that's what I'm I said. Just joking. Yeah. Yeah. Point oh God, no! Listen, I I would like okay. a third option, and you can feel free to tell me no. Okay, feel free to tell me no. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. I would like to offer the winner of this challenge a free Rialta. Are you able to do that? <laughs> Can you do that? Listen. I will, I will try. Yes, yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, you could literally be the first player in the entire galaxy with a second Rialta. Okay? So... I, I hope try. I hope that you wrote your love letters to the best of your ability because I just upped the prize. I personally would rather have a second Rialta than 50% of a faction minor, but that's just me. You guys, I've talked about Rialtas <laughs> forever. The Rialta defense, it's a real thing, and you heard it. Panic's willing to give you a second one. Here we go. Letter number one. Dear Panic, although we may seem ungrateful, we try not to be hateful. Thank you for giving us your time, especially when all we do is whine. We've seen how hard you tried to help us all and want to thank you from the bigs and the smalls. That was a nice one, right? That's a good one. That's so cute. That's a good one. Okay, Uh, here we go. Question or uh, love letter number two. I like this one too. All right. 
Excuse me, I had to get my, my reading voice clarified here. O panic, O panic, wherefore art thou panic? You are my Kirk, to take the lead fearlessly when we are unsure. Your courage inspires me. You are my Spock. Your logic is like a beacon in the dark when I am overwrought with emotion. You are my bones. Nothing further needed there. You are my... (laughs) You are my Sulu. I can always trust in you. You are my Scotty. You keep my engine purring and my warp drive engaged. (laughs) You are my Enterprise, taking me places I never thought I'd go. Like the captain for his ship and crew, there isn't anything I wouldn't do for you. That one, that one was pretty good. <laughs> oh my god, I'm crying. <laughs> I love it. You guys did really good with these letters. Hold on, they're, they're, they're really good. I like that one. All right, so that was number two. Letter number three was actually very short and to the point, and I almost didn't pick it, but then I felt like I had to. Dear Panic, your podcast was so much better than DJ's. That's it. That's all it is. That's all it says. <laughs> all right. Um, let's see. All right. Letter number four. Uh, Panic, you're awesome, dude. You're always on top of issues in the game. If I could, I would buy you dinner for the next year. I would also do your laundry. Listening to you on... <laughs> Listening to you on Rev on Rev Deuce's show. See, I don't even know how this person wrote this letter. Like, they obviously listened to you on Rev's show, but then they came in and wrote the letter to my show. Listening to you on Rev Deuce's show tells me that you really care for the Star Trek Fleet Command community. You're committed to making this game the best in the industry. I also want to say that I really admire you personally. It cannot be easy keeping up that physique. Uh, I promise. <laughs> I promise. I will throw no more than three poop emojis at you every single week. Uh, there you go. That was Aww, that was number, so sweet. <laughs> number four and number five. <laughs> number five was very philosophical. I like this one. It, me personally, this one. This one required a lot of thought. Dearest panic, dearest, dearest, darling, sweetheart, sir. I think you should change your username. It does not fit you at all. Let's explore what panic means. Panic is a sudden, overwhelming fear, with or without cause, that produces hysterical or irrational behavior and often spreads quickly through a group of persons or animals. <laughs> which which is funny, right? Because the Discord... <laughs> she's describing the Discord, okay? Uh, <laughs> I've watched you handle many terrible situations with many irritated, frustrated, and downright angry people, yet you have exhibited None of the qualities in the definition of the word panic. Therefore, I suggest you change your name to Solace. <laughs> Solace, is the ex- <laughs> Solace is the extreme opposite of panic, or even perhaps serenity. This is a favorite of mine. This would indicate that your demeanor and ability to deal with hiccups being thrown at you can be handled with peace and resolve as you are dealing with all the poop that is thrown at you in the galaxy. I love you, Panic. You do an amazing amount of work and are valued source of information uh, to the content creators in the Star Trek Fleet Command development team. Don't change who you are. Just change your name. Let me ask you this real quick and then because and then, I know we're out of time. Let me ask you this. Uh, panic. All right. Is it a game name that you've had for a very long time? Was it unique to this game and this job and this role for you? Or, or tell us the background of Panic. So it started when I was 12 years old, actually, 13. And I created, I wanted, I was creating my first character in a game called Lineage. Um, 
And uh, the thing is that I wanted to pick painkiller, but I, for, I picked, I'm saying panic killer. I don't know how it just became like that. So I was called panic killer for like, uh, I don't know, 10 years. And then at some point when I started playing League of Legends, I was able to get the name panic. Because everyone was calling me panic for short, obviously. So that's, and then it just stuck. It stuck. just stuck. So this yeah. has been a gamer tag for you uh, for the last 60 yeah. years since you were 12 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, panic, how old, are, yeah, how old are you, man, if you don't mind me asking? I'm uh, 32. 32 years old. All right. And uh, listen, for anybody out there listening to this and your mama told you you can't play video games for a living, you tell her she's wrong. All right. <laughs> exactly. tell, tell right. All right, Panic. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for us to pick our winner. A winner of a brand new Rialta, the winner of a of a new Horizon, or the winner of 50 blueprints for a level 30 faction miner of your choice. Panic, please give me the letter number of the letter you found to be the best. Oh. Hmm. Mm. Okay, I'm gonna make an extension here, though. Oh, okay. I want to give. I want to. I, I want to give. Uh, I'm gonna give five thousand red directives to every single person that wrote these. At least the five letters. Like, I don't know how many were, but holy, these five letters. Holy cow! Sure. Like it was. It was so much. Even even though even the, even the shortest one, it was like it's so well. Like the fact that everyone just took the time just to do it. Oh, that's so, awesome! 5, well, guys, so there you go. My five finalists have all won. 5,000 rare directives. That is more than I have ever given away on any one show, Panic. So There we go. Yeah, now I know that I can actually do more, so I'll be ramping up the giveaways. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, so 5,000 to everybody, and your grand prize ship winner is... I'll pick... uh, I'm going to go for number two. Number two. I thought that was really good, right? Especially the Bones line. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. So if that was your letter, and I'm not going to read your your real name because these were submitted to me via email. So I have all of your personal and private geofencing IP information and credit card numbers. Uh, Kidding. Not really kidding. I mean, I am kidding. I don't have all that. Uh, But I will will respond to you via... Email and you can send me your uh, player ID so that we can get you uh, your prize. So, and like I said, that will be good for either 50 blueprints to a faction miner, 60 blueprints to a horizon, or a full complement of BPs for a Rialta. And and listen, I don't want to I don't want to understate that prize. You guys are laughing, but this player will be the panic. Does anybody in the game have a second Rialta? I don't think that they do. Neither do I. I don't think so, too. Yeah, you will be the only player in the known universe with two Rialtas. I don't, buddy, I'm taking that prize. That's me. If I'm if I'm picking, that's my prize. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to uh, take just a second and say a very special thank you to Mr. Panic. Ladies and gentlemen, your community manager from Scopely, a wonderful show. Thank you for the State of the Game address. And I, I do want to just ask here while we're on the record in public, this is something you want to continue doing, right? Like we're going to do monthly yep. visits uh, so that you guys can get in front of the community managers. Panic can get in front of you guys, answer questions, and just be visible, right? Be present. And uh, and I, I will say this. There is no doubt, community, there is no doubt that over the last, say, three, four, maybe even six months, um, Scopely's really turned a page in this book as far as listening to feedback. And Panic, I, I yeah. feel like you probably got a lot to do with that, you and Gala both, because, listen, for the first six, seven, eight months of this game, it felt a little rigid, right? It felt like like the roadmap was already set. But now we're kind of in unknown territory, right? You guys are developing uh, a fluid situation with us. And, and like you said earlier, you're taking a lot of feedback. 
And guys, I think that's pretty obvious, and I want to thank you guys for doing that. So we're going to do this again uh, next month. Uh, Panic, I'll get with you a little bit later on the date. Unless you want to go ahead and pick one, we'll do that off the air, um, and that way we can get it in the calendar. But I do want to thank you for taking the time. I know that I'm out of time. Uh, we're six minutes over schedule, so I got to go. Panic's a very busy guy. He's got payroll to get out today, okay? So um, <laughs> listen, please say hello to Gala. Say hello to Billy from accounting, and uh, re- and uh, remind uh, Mr. Walter Driver that uh, he owes me that phone call, okay? Uh, okay. <laughs> appreciate it. Panic. <laughs> Panic from Scopely, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. Appreciate you being here. Thanks. Thanks, DJ. Thanks for everything you're doing, man. And thank you to the community. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Preparation Ouch, the hemorrhoid suppository with the steel wool applicator. Disposing of unwanted documents is costly and takes forever. But now you can save time and money with Pelosi's Paper Shredding. The new day has dawned in America. At Pelosi's Paper Shredding, all your documents will be torn apart by Nancy herself. So trusting someone else just wouldn't make sense. That is so ridiculous. Nancy will shred all your documents the same night you give them to her. And she won't even read them first. It's unimportant. It's totally unimportant. So don't get held up by an expensive service that drags on longer than a partisan witch hunt. Get Pelosi's paper shredding the service that's not afraid to reach across the aisle i hope that we can work together in a positive way he walks into the store down the street Don't go anywhere just yet. We got more. Thank you guys all for being here. That's really cool, though. You know, I think it went pretty well. Like I said, there was a there was a couple of questions that I feel like we didn't get a super great answer to, but he's probably really limited in some of the stuff that he can provide as well. I think it, I think it went pretty good overall, and we got it. We got a couple of good things. Let's let's summarize. 
<laughs> Dur, you are you're being ornery, young man. <laughs> you're being ornery. Uh, listen, we got a couple of good things. Let's summarize very quickly, and then we're going to play our game and get ready to get on out of here. We're actually running right on time, and we want to uh, be able to successfully transition over to uh, Rev's channel, okay? Because we got more stuff to give away. We're not even done giving away here. I've still got up to a thousand uncommon. Yes, Tavi Moza, Tavi Moza. I like your name. Um, yeah, we still have up to a thousand uncommon materials to give away. And uh, and then we're going to be transitioning over to Rev's channel, and Rev has literally millions of ship XP and uh, thousands upon thousands of independent credits. Okay, guys, independent credits been such a pain point for us. Independent credits. Uh, are going to be available uh, on Rev's show as well. So we, we've, still got, uh, we've still got a little bit to go. I want to summarize very quickly. I'm actually going to turn up your mics, okay? Welcome into the show. Um, I know this was largely pre-recorded, and that's very unusual. For those of you tuning in for the very first time, we normally do like a very full content, okay? We do a very um, uh, open, very public-oriented town hall kind of thing, uh, and we take a lot of listener feedback. Tonight was a little bit different, but we also had panic. So I uh, want to thank him for taking the time, and we will get him back uh, in another month. So uh, the state of the game address is a real thing, and we're going to get him. And as a matter of fact, I, is, I can't even see the entire list. Is Rev in here right now? Shout out Rev Deuce. Are you here? He may not be. He told me he was he was getting ready for his show as well because uh, he had some stuff to do to get ready. Um, Rev, is he here? Rev, Rev, Rev? Rev, Rev, Rev? No, guess not. Rev, and, and I'll talk to him about this on his show, we also have a scheduled date for panic to be with rev okay so we see a really concerted effort um by panic to be in front of the community more and i think that's super important guys i think that's really important that we continue getting them uh, getting them in here okay so very very cool stuff um i do want to summarize a little bit of the content that we got all right we got a definitive answer we got a definitive answer on the economy, right? This has been huge. And guys, I invite you to uh, I invite you to speak up. All right, your mics are up. We got an answer on the economy. I think that's big. Okay, it, it may not be as rapid and as um, and as you know, click. Uh, click a button as we would like, but we saw it in this arc one uh, with this huge milestone reward and these huge packs that were available for only twenty bucks. So I think that we got uh, more coming, and, and they say that that is the that's the scale that they're that they're trying to work on. So I think that that's really cool. Obviously, uh, congratulations. Now I will say this: I took email submissions for this game, so I only had people's real names, which was. Um, I guess scary in its own right. I didn't know who anybody was. I was just going to reply back to the email. So I see here in the chat room that Mr. Fusion was the winner of our suck-ups challenge. So that's really, really cool. Uh, Mr. Fusion, since you're here, you're active and you're listening, what ship is it that you're going to take? Uh, are you going to take the 50 BPs for a faction miner? Or are you going to take uh, – you wouldn't take a, a Horizon, I don't think. Or would you take uh, a Rialta? Yeah, a lot of people are saying take the Rialta. I think that would be that would be phenomenal. So Fusion, you got a decision to make. You don't have to make it right now if you don't want. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that's a tough one, man. Fifty blueprints for a faction miner or 
uh, a new Rialta. I think that's a big time decision. So uh, really cool that um, that you had a chance to do that. We got a couple of other insights into uh, the event store and how that is going to be changing for the next arc. And of course, the the saddest piece of news. I agree with whoever just said it, and the chat room is moving really really fast. So I apologize, I didn't catch your name. The saddest piece of news that we got is that we will not, in fact, get a board cube in uh, in these second or third arcs. So that's disappointing. All right, I was kind of hoping that we might be able to press him for a little bit more content. And, of course, what says Borg more than a cube? Uh, and uh, and we don't have that coming. But, uh, yeah, Chuck, maybe. Maybe he's playing me on words. Maybe we're going to get a sphere. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But but uh, a Borg cube is uh, is not in the works, unfortunately. So And I know Gregor's going to listen to this later, and, and he'll be disappointed because he's been really looking forward to that. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, I appreciate you guys hanging in there. I guess, Snake Eyes, let's do this. Let's go ahead and get out of here on time. Let's find ourselves a, uh, a player for Beat the Torpedo so that we can go ahead and make one more winner tonight and give somebody a chance to win up to 1,000 Uncommon. Let's do it. All right. We have 99 players. That's huge. We had at its peak. What did you say, Snake Eyes? At its peak. We had 102 in here. That's pretty huge. Oh, up to 115. So you were watching. I, I wasn't. So that's uh, that's awesome. All right. So what we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you listening for the very first time, we have a game here, and it's going to give you an opportunity to win up to 1,000 uncommon materials. I am screenshotting the random number generator right now so Snake Eyes can find our participant. And once that is done, uh, once I get this uploaded, here we go, then I am going to go ahead and explain the rules to you. So uh, Snake Eyes, here it comes. And you've got a lot of counting to do, buddy. <laughs> you got a, you got a lot of room to make it way through. So here's Beat the Torpedo, ladies and gentlemen. I've got five torpedo tubes. Each one is loaded with a random amount of uncommon. It's guaranteed to have one. 100 okay but it's gonna have one torpedo is gonna have a maximum of 1,000 uncommon materials you get to break this down however you want okay you can break it down however you want so if you win the thousand you can say hey I'll take 250 250 and 500 however you want to do it that's right no whammies no whammies and stop ladies and gentlemen the torpedoes have been loaded and you're gonna pick your torpedo tube you have no idea how much is in it and I'm going to begin the game by reading random amounts of Uncommon in an increasing fashion. You can push your luck and let the number count go up. But if you push your luck too far and the torpedo explodes, then you win nothing. You'll win nothing, all right? If you stop the torpedo, you'll win the last amount that I read aloud. And that's what you're going to win, all right? So, ladies and gentlemen, Snake Eyes has found... Um, who are we going to... What do we say there? Is that Big Steph? Big Steph. Is Big Steph in the room? Big Steph. There you are. I'm probably not saying your name right. Is it? Is it? Are you in voice? Can you come in and play in voice, ma'am? I'm going to guess that's a no. <laughs> you are on push to talk. For those of you joining us for the very first time, you are on push to talk. So if you have a microphone, you just press down the button, wait a second, and then you can talk. Um, Big Steph. I'm just going to call you Big Steph. I know your name is spelled differently, so I don't I don't think that's right. Yeah, <laughs> he said that's not right. Well, that's what I'm going to go with. Big Steph. All right. Big Steph. Now, listen, I need everybody else to, to refrain a little bit from clogging the chat because I need to watch for him to say the word stop. Big Steph, I'm going to read the numbers. You say stop when you are ready to, uh, yeah, maybe, uh, you want to do that? That might, no, nah, I don't want to do that, Snake Eyes. 
You just say stop whenever you are ready to stop the torpedo. Big Steph, are you ready to play? <laughs> he's he's going to struggle with this game if he's if he's playing slowly. Big Steph, I need you to pick a torpedo tube number, buddy. One through five. Big Steph is picking a torpedo tube. I lost sound for a second. Okay, I hope that doesn't happen again. All right, pick a torpedo tube, my friend, number one through five. Big Steph, pick a torpedo tube, one through five. Oh, this is not going to go well for him. He's still not typing. I, I know the sound is low because I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to answer. <laughs> oh, this is not going to go well for you, Big Steph. Listen. Uh, okay, he says torpedo tube number four. Listen, try to keep your connection because that was a really long delay. And if the torpedo explodes, then you're not going to win anything. Big Steph, are you ready to play Beat the Torpedo? <laughs> this, this, He's going to lose. This is not going to go well. He's still typing. I hate, I hate for him not to have a chance to play, but he's not answered yet. This is not going to go well for you, buddy. The torpedo is going to explode. Ah, oh, he's still not. I oh god, Snake Eyes, what do we even do? He's here. Like it's not like we can. It's not like we can tell him he's not allowed to play. But I mean, he's gonna lose. Oh no, he's on Scopely's internet. Yeah, are you in the same building as Panic? Yeah, see, he's gone. He's not even. He's not here. I've told him to go to voice. All right, Snake Eyes, I need to know what to do. <laughs> What do we do here? He's the winner. I don't know what to do. You want to let him play on the Go next the show? Next yeah. Do we want to let him play on the next show? I guess. Gosh, that's never happened before. All right. We're going to have to draw. Yeah, we're going to have to draw. I know he picked a, a tube number four. He picked tube four, but he's not even here to be able to play. Like He's he's gone. All right. Uh, Snake Eyes. Yeah, I, I hate this. I really do hate this. Listen, uh, send me a PM, okay? And uh, just, just send me a, a, a private message. Big Steph, and we'll try to help you out with uh, either an alternate prize or playing at a later time. Uh, Snake Eyes, <laughs> sorry to do this to you. Uh, let's get another one here, okay? Yeah, you're not going to have sound when I'm not talking, guys, okay? <laughs> it's, now, I, I, maybe Discord is kicking people out. We've got a lot of people in here, but uh, hopefully hopefully, we got some people in here that are, that are able and ready to play. All right. Um, Snake Eyes, let's find us a new winner. And uh, we'll uh, we'll set somebody up with uh, we'll set uh, Big Steph up with something else. We'll do it do it a little bit later. Snake Eyes is counting, and Snake Eyes has found Ren Susie. Ren Susie, are you ready to play Beat the Torpedo? Ren Susie, do you want to try your luck at up to one thousand uncommon? Ren Susie from the Alliance Tag UPW, welcome in, welcome to the show. Oh my goodness gracious, Ransusi's not answering either. <laughs> this is okay. There's Ransusi. Good. Can you play on voice? Can you play on voice? Or are you ready to? Uh, do you want to play on text? You're gonna have to be quick. Are you able to do it? Are you able to do it? All right. Yeah, he says text, and he responded pretty quickly. All right, Ransusi is gonna pick torpedo tube number three. Let me write this down. Ransusi tube number three. And uh, are you ready to play? Beat the torpedo. Lucky number three. Yeah, number three has been it the last two rounds. All right, Ransusi, here you go. And uh, you got to uh, got to say stop, all right? I'll be watching the screen. So say stop when you are uh, when you're ready. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, beat the torpedo. 
audio levels. <laughs> All right, here we go. 140. 180. 290. 310. 600. Ransusi says, stop, ladies and gentlemen. Ransusi says, 600. That is what he's going to take. Ladies and gentlemen, 600. Nice. Good job, Ransusi. 600. Uncommon for you. That's a great prize. Fantastic. Now, listen, send me a private message with your player ID so that I can get you the prize. 600 is very good. Would you like to see how far it would have gone? <laughs> yeah, it was a good it was a good show, Gunny. Uh, Rensusi, yeah, he wants to see how high it would have gone. Let's see how high tube number three would have gone. Let's see. 600. 620. 690. 750. 750. 750. Well, hey, you did pretty good. You got, what was it? 600 out of 750. That's not a bad one. All right. Not bad. Herky the Hawk, he beat your percentage, buddy. <laughs> I don't think he beat your overall prize, but he beat your percentage. Congratulations, Rensusi. All right. Guys, I believe that that is about it for the show that we've got today. Listen, we have a couple of things that we need to promote very quickly. And then, yes, we will make the transition to my good friend and partner in crime, Mr. Reverend Deuce. A couple of things to promote here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so let's... Oh, wrong button. <laughs> there we go. Oh, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. I hope you had a good time in here tonight. Uh, listen, a couple things to promote. Uh, down in the episode description, if you are listening on a podcast platform, then you are going to hear, yes, uh, Captain uh, Subasa. Yep, we're getting ready to wrap up, and we're going to head on over to Reverend Deuce, all right? We got uh, Snake Eyes. We'll provide you a link here in just a moment. But a couple of things to remind you. If you're listening on a podcast platform, you've got a couple of links down here, okay? And for those of you listening in the Discord, I would super-duper appreciate if you guys are able to actually go and find this on a podcast platform. All right, the links will be provided in the announcements room. Snake Eyes will make sure that you're able to find those, and that way, we can get some stack credit for the big show that you guys did in here tonight. Derblitz, if uh, Big Country asked if you were well-behaved, I will tell him that you were 95% uh, good today. <laughs> 95% good. That's, a good. that's as good as it gets for you, Dirk. All right, uh, listen, make sure that you're checking it out on your favorite podcast platform. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. We're on Google Play. We're in iHeartRadio. We're on Pandora and Spotify and a dozen others. Make sure you go check that out. Um, also... Uh, let me read to you a couple of names very quickly. Beat the Torpedo is not only uncommon, guys. It's qualifying you guys for three more ships to give away. Three more ships. So, shout out and congratulations to um, Death Dealer, Captain SPD Tumblr, Blaze Barlow, Wolfbane, Ace MMX, Corrupted Cylon, Luke Ness Monster, Philip A-Hole. <laughs> I can't actually read your name. Philip A-Hole, Unknown Error, Phoenix War Eagle, Six Flash, The Wicked Witch, and Admiral Scruffy. Ladies and gentlemen, these players 
have all been qualified off the air to win a free warship. All right? So we got a lot more to go. we got a lot of stuff we're giving away. The official rules are in the announcements channel. Please check out the uh, referral links at the bottom of the episode description in the podcast platform. There's an Amazon support link there, a PayPal link if you wish to use that, and, of course, an email if you'd like to get into the show. Snake Eyes is going to provide you with a link to uh, run on over. Yeah, listen, Ransuzi, you do qualify. I just didn't have you on the list, right? You're new. i got to add you to the list. All right, Ransuzi, you are also now qualified as an on-air listener. You got your 600 Uncommon, and you're entered for those ships, okay? So a lot of stuff going on here, guys, on the Talking Trek podcast. Lots of cool stuff. Good, good stuff here. All right, and we are going to transition now over to Rev Deuce's channel and uh, get more good stuff to give away. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being on the show. My name is Ultimate DJs, and this is Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Join us online, www.talkingtrekstfc.online. That's our website. All right, join us on our Facebook. Thank you, Red Angel. Appreciate it. Frozen Space Captain, thank you. Lego Nerd, you guys rock. Death Dealer, thank you. Gonna count out and uh, hop on over to Rev Deuce's channel. Love you guys, mean it. Have a wonderful Wednesday evening. Bye-bye.